in a world where podcasts are I don't I don't know how Neil does this every week. It's the blind debate. The Blind Debate with Neil and Ricardo. Hello and welcome to The Blind Debate. I'm Neil. And I'm Ricardo. Para debate a cegas en español, presione dos. Merci, Mr. Worldwide. Welcome to episode six. Neil is winning. Boo. It's three versus two. We will have controversial topics, we'll flip a coin, and each of us needs to argue their side. We have a guest decide who won, and that person gets points. At the end of the series, the person with the most points takes home the Blind Debate Cup. Part of the whole Blind Debate dining set, including Blind Debate chopsticks. We know the topics beforehand, but we only find out what side we'll be debating when we start. It's a surprise. Kind of like Tinder, or so I'm told. Ah, Tinder. That reminds me. I have very poor judgment because I let Neil choose the guest today. Damn right you did. Today we have one of the best Dutchmen ever made in history. Yes, prepare to lose, Ricardo. Welcome my special guest, Sean. Hi, nice to be here. <laughs> nice to have you on. <laughs> L- love the intro, thank you. He doesn't sound Dutch at all. Not at all. He's yeah. He does it. He does a good. Uh, he does a good London impression. Oh, kind of like me. Very good South London impression. That's it. Yeah. Oy, oy. Terrible Dutch impression. Do you know, um, I was I was worried about the uh, recording of this podcast um, last night because uh, to, to put it into context, last night at the time of recording, um, England played Germany and destroyed them at Wembley. Um, so I didn't have any voice last night at all, like nothing. And I didn't tell Ricardo because I was like, let's not worry him. But this morning I actually <laughs> have voice uh, and I was worried Sean wouldn't have a voice either. No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. It's, 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 it's very funny that nobody... Nobody worried I wouldn't have a voice, so that's fine. I, I know where my strengths are. I'm not going to do that. The opera's not open yet. The opera is not opening yet. So, <laughs> all right. I'm very manly. Uh, right. Sean, it's a debate podcast, so we would love for you to defend yourself. Tell us why should we like you. Well, um, a little bit about me. I'm, I'm the kind of friend uh, that's worth having around because uh, if you need a shelf putting up, I'm your guy. All right, you need a shelf. I'm, I'll do it. You need to pick it up at the airport at stupid o'clock. I'm the guy. Which reminds me. Um, <laughs> well, I'm busy that day. Um, <laughs> no, uh, and uh, you know, I like I like to like things, uh, and I like that trait in others. So, uh, you know, if you're into something a bit uh, different or a bit obscure, you do you, and I'll support it. He's an ally. I like it. Yeah, I, 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 I always need someone like that, someone who uh, can come around and build a shelf or something like that, because uh, quite frankly, DIY is not my thing. Yeah, love it. I'll do it for you. I, I also like the airport thing, especially like it's probably been a very slow year for you because nobody really travels anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, that's to, true. You have to no. stop his cabbing uh, business. It's <laughs> a good idea. I think I think I like Sean. I think if, if we don't Aww. like him, we might need them. So absolutely, yeah, you need useful friends like that. Yeah, you do. Perfect. Well, welcome to the Blind Debate. Sean, you're going to help us for the first segment of the show. The three of us are going to try to defend something that's universally despised. This is called In My Defense. And today's topic is babies on planes. Speaking of airports, we all know that babies on planes 
are not the best. You always kind of, when you see a baby boarding on the same flight as you, you're like, ugh. But we're going to try to defend that. Who would like to start? I'll, uh, I'll get us started. So I, I've always uh, listened to the patience as a virtue. Um, apparently having patience is, is good for you and, and helps you sort of uh, be more prepared for the world and everything like that. So a baby on a plane surely would help you develop patience because it's less stressful than snakes on a plane as uh, that, that film ta- taught us. That's quite stressful. So a baby on a I've plane... I've had it with these exactly. damn babies in this damn plane. Wah! <laughs> 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 um, so, so having a baby on a plane can't be as bad as snakes. And it'll develop your patience, get you a little bit more relaxed, good opportunity to meditate and think about other things. And also, what a great opportunity to purchase some noise-canceling headphones and try them out. I'll definitely piggyback on the headphones. I think that's the best test of your noise-canceling headphones that you spend way too much more than you should have on is if you go on a plane on a 12-hour flight to Brazil, can you hear the baby next to you? Olé. If the answer is a no, those are good headphones. Damn be good in headphones, babe. So just a, a random sort of thought, as you just said, flying to Brazil with a baby. You know different countries have different words for what the noises animals make. Do oh, yes. do they have that for different noises that babies make? Like instead of wah, do other countries do that or yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Portuguese is bois. Oh, interesting. Different wah, wah. Yeah, yeah. I thought it'd be a universal, universal wah. Well, it, it, does do headphones then need a, a special baby mode, special noise, baby noise cancelling mode? Yeah, they play snake noise over it. I've had so it. I'd, I'd, I'd buy this. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think one of the, you know, they're paying passengers, aren't they? I think they, everyone should have equal. Well, they're not. You know, they, they deserve. They deserve. They are, well, a lot of time they are. Well, the baby's paying yeah, for themselves. Yeah, you have to buy a seat, don't you? You have to buy a special. Um... I've I've never seen a baby pay for its own. Oh, you don't flight. have a baby. Thank I mean, God. I've flown with a baby, and I've, I, I'm pretty sure they had to pay. I didn't pay, but I'm pretty sure they had to pay. Babies um, are well known freeloaders. Yeah, very well. They they don't oh, pay for that. rent. They don't pay for food. Well, they have the right to be on the plane. It's a special memory for them that they're not going to remember. The parents <laughs> will. Yeah, you know what the thing is now? Like a lot of parents now do the little like goodie bag. With like earplugs and little candy, yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry, my baby's gonna cry for 13 hours. Here's some like Verter's original, like, not enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I just paid for this plane ticket and you're giving me a pair of like earplugs. No, give me like headphones, like oh, 300 pound earphones. Give me like 200 pounds of my flight back and then I'll forgive you. Exactly. I think, I think that's, that's definitely. It's not my fault you decided to have a baby. They, they, you know what they should do? Because you can go to like adult resorts only. You should get an adult only plane and then separate them out because that solves the whole problem. Sounds kinky. I like it. I do okay. it. Just imagine that plane where all the babies go into one plane. Yeah. <laughs> well, to the amazing. baby flight. We'll be flying at approximately 38,000 feet. <laughs> Prepare for takeoff and crying. <laughs> Peppa Pig will be playing in 10 minutes. <laughs> Welcome to Baby Fly 22 to Brazil. <laughs> in Fly Entertainment tonight will be Thomas the Tank Engine and Fireman Sam. Peppa Pig on repeat for 12 hours. <laughs> it's like crack for babies. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I mean, I feel we, we, we come up with a good agreement. Just have their own flights. Just put all the babies in one plane. Exactly. That works for me. Just, it's kind of like checked luggage. Check your baby. Check your baby in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Your baby's now in Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. 
<laughs> We've lost your baby. <laughs> Wait 24 hours <laughs> and call the help desk. If we can't find them, insurance will contact you. Can you describe your baby? <laughs> it's bald. <laughs> it looks like a knee. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like Sean. Aw. Because <laughs> it's Dutch and putting up shells. Dutch. That's it. it. Has a beard. <laughs> hey, was, my flight was great. <laughs> <laughs> Different Sean, but almost the same. Same vibe. All right, a few babies on planes have been well and truly saved. By yeah, us. I mean, I, I, th- I think, you know, that was a really good point. No, sure, no, thank you for that. no. <laughs> what point? Yeah, because <laughs> no, it's not defendable. That everyone hates it. Yeah, but it's something you can't complain about it. I mean, how often do you complain about adults misbehaving on planes? Very often. You would. Yeah, be you not seeing social media? Oh, people. Yeah, but people don't like confrontation, do they? True. They just sit there true. and take it. Yeah. Some like it a lot. It. We but were yeah. all babies at one point as well, so we were probably. I on wasn't. Planes. Yeah, really? the thing is, what you should do is 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 judge the parent, not the baby. Oh, yeah, you can say, Very well, good. you're never going to tell the baby to shut up, are you? To say, you know, to me, you don't know me. It depends how bad that flight's been. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And if my headphones ran out of juice. But now it's the main part of our podcast where Neil and I are going to fight for Sean's approval like the football team fights for. Uh, uh... Yeah, no, I try. I can't do sports things. So you almost yeah. got there. You almost got there. I almost did it. Yeah, there you go. It's like coming home. Much fight over there, crisps and chips. <laughs> And cheese. Our first topic for Blind Debate today is avocados. Very easy one to start with. Yeah, absolutely. Nice and controversial. (laughs) Yeah, we we all keep hearing about the controversy of avocados. We're going to flip a coin. I'll flip a coin. And if it's heads, I'm going to defend avocados. If it's tails, I'm going to go against it. And Neil and I will both have two minutes each to prove our point. So I'm going to flip a coin. And it's heads, so I'm going to be defending avocados. Neil, are you ready for your two minutes to go against avocados? I am indeed. You have a timer ready for me. Your time starts now. All right. So, avocados, that nice green stuff that you can mash up on a toast and then put some chili flakes and eat. You might be thinking, oh, it's great. It's wonderful. Avocado is actually one of the worst things on the planet at the moment. Not only does it possibly add to weight gain because it's actually a very fatty uh, vegetable or fruit, I guess it's a fruit because it's got a pip, um, but it's actually uh, very bad for pregnant people. Uh, you can't breastfeed if you're having avocado because it can produce toxins in your body. It also can, if you have too many, it can give you liver issues. Um, but also, the amount of animals that are currently being killed due to avocado harvesting and, and crop Uh, and produce is through the roof there is currently uh, a documentary on netflix i believe uh called the avocado war um the amount of avocados that are currently being produced and consumed within the world uh is killing not only people but also animals and the environment uh avocados being produced in such massive amounts um that vast amount of forests and uh, and trees and areas like that are being cut down uh, animals being killed with it and there's also so much value put into this business that people are killing other farmers and other groups who are producing avocados to steal their own avocados and then take the land off these people so avocado clearly is evil um i think we need seconds. to stop having avocados um it needs to be reduced heavily. So if you're sitting listening to this podcast, having a, a little uh, avocado smash on toast, 
really look at yourself in the mirror and just just remember you're contributing to bloodshed. All right, Ricardo, over to you. Okay, we we started nice and light. Yeah, I like I like to start off light with bloodshed. <laughs> Don't we all? Do yeah. you have a timer for me? <laughs> I do indeed. Three, two, one. Neil, here's why you're wrong. Avocados don't kill people. People kill people. So you can't go blaming avocados on all the bad things in the world. I thought rappers did. Avocados are amazing. They Exactly. <laughs> the avocados are amazing. They're very versatile. They're actually a fruit, but you can have them as a savory thing or a sweet thing. I know some people are saying, what? Sweet? Yes. In countries much like Brazil, you can actually have a smoothie with avocados and ice cream, and people love it. They just eat it straight with a spoon and sugar. But most people just eat it as a, as a dessert. Oh, sorry, no, in Brazil, yes. But in here, they eat it as breakfast, which is amazing. It's the good kind of fat. And Sean, I know you went on a nice weight loss, and you probably know about good and bad fat. So I'm good fat. Neil's bad fat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a war for Neo. Like, come on, if you can start thinking about it, fish is a war, sugar's a war, diamonds are war. So, like, no, don't 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 fall for that. Avocados are great. They are a great source of a lot of vitamins and good stuff for your nutrition. They're really delicious, and you can smash them on toast, or you can smash them on other kinds of toast, or you can have other kind of breakfast things with it. But yeah, an avocado with like a fried egg, yes. I will say yes to it. Also, my Mexican defense, guacamole. Yes, please. 30 seconds. Come on. What's best for you to dip your nachos in than freshly made guacamole? Nacho cheese. It's fun to say guacamole. Uh, so, yeah, you want to dip your tortillas in some guacamole. Euphemism. And <laughs> Or not. Still, avocados are amazing. Turns Get a load of these avocados. That is it. They're good. Neil's bad. Good fat, bad fat. Sean. <laughs> well done. That was uh, both very, very good arguments. Um, I didn't know a lot of the facts actually about avocados. Uh, and uh, Oh, neither yeah, do we. We make up most <laughs> of this thing on the spot. Just the, justifying eating them is difficult and it's got uh, that kind of history. But then, uh, yeah, your line on um, avocados don't kill people. People kill people. And then to go into... Um, the different types of ways you can eat avocados won me over because I love avocados. But both arguments aside, yeah, guacamole, 100%. Yes, so, guacamole. Ricardo. Yes, it is me. Yes, I am. I need to win this episode so we can be tied again. So, yes, <laughs> a very good start. Neil, in your face, like an avocado. Which is supposedly actually very good for your skin. It, it is, actually. You can do a mask. Yeah, just and then which means after. just blather your face in guacamole and then That's just it. do that. Like throw an avocado at you next time. Exactly. <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a party. So the second topic today is out of this world. Yes, it is. Second topic is aliens. Oh. So, ooh. Neil, would you like to flip a coin to see if you're going to be defending or going against aliens? Absolutely. Flip the coin and it's tails. So I will be against aliens. So Ricardo, I have a two-minute timer ready for you for, to start defending aliens. Are you ready? I am ready. The truth is out there. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Aliens are out there. 
and they're watching you and they're amazing. Like how how dense can you be to think there's a whole universe out there and we're the only li living beings in this planet. There's there must be aliens somewhere. But not just that, like just in science fiction, they're so freaking entertaining. They love America. They really know what buildings they want to build, uh, blow up, and it's always in America. Uh, so you know that aliens are out there if they know which country is going to be really annoyed if they come in and start blasting things. Uh, imagine how boring the X-Files would be without aliens. Just be two FBI agents doing paperwork. Like, that doesn't work for me. I think aliens are amazing. Also, anal probing. What, like, what would wow. you do if you went on a galaxy far, far away? You obviously want to probe some stuff. So you just go and look, oh, what's this thing? Let's stick a, a camera up it and see how it works. So yeah, that's absolutely alien behavior. You know that that is what you would do if you went on a different planet. So aliens are definitely real. Uh, UFOs are amazing and they fly around and we're having a lot of news now about some UFOs so we're definitely getting close to seeing some aliens out there uh, and yeah if you don't like aliens why don't you like aliens why are you judging the aliens you haven't even met them yet they might be amazing 20 so in, in short the truth is out there X-Files would be stupid without aliens Independence Day boom it's a bad end of my argument, but that's it. All right. <laughs> and with that boom, uh, I guess I'll take over. <laughs> Ricardo, do you have a two-minute timer for me? It starts now. All right, Ricardo, here's why you're wrong. I'm going to name some film titles. Cloverfield, Critters, Mars Attacks, The Faculty, Kronos, Oblivion. In It Came From Outer Space, Life Force, and even one you mentioned, Independence Day. All of these films have one thing in common. Aliens coming here and destroying mankind, or attempting to at least. Films are obviously a creation of mankind. They're not real. Uh, so fortunately, mankind survives. But do we really think if there are aliens out there and they come to attack us, that they're not going to survive? If they've come from somewhere that we can't even see and we can't travel to yet, we really think we're going to be able to live against this sort of people or aliens i guess not people it's not going to happen the human race will no longer exist aliens will take over and we will all be basically nothing so aliens are terrifying they are one of the worst things that could happen to mankind uh, if we look into the past uh, they're always sort of depicted as coming from the sky and everywhere they might even be here now. Have you watched Men in Black? They could be here. And look at all the crimes that they commit. There's that guy whose head regrew. Imagine that happening. That'd be horrendous. You can't kill him. Aliens are bad. Inherently, it is something that we need to be aware of. Aliens are, are something we need to take seriously. They're not just a cute little depiction within E.T. or these green little bobble people. Aliens could well be the end of civilization as we know it. I feel like I'm uh, I'm being quite uh, dark in this episode so far. But again, I'll end it with bloodshed. Five <laughs> if, seconds. If aliens come here, it will end in bloodshed. All right, Sean, over to you. <laughs> Take away my, like, I, I guess, my personal 
want for aliens. I guess we've been like brainwashed by all these movies and it being like a really cool thing. But I, I don't know. I think I kind of kind of side with Neil here. I think if you if you if that were to happen, I don't I don't think we'd be able to deal with it. I think it'd be too kind of uh, mind blowing to get our head around. Um, yeah. You can't can't imagine it going well, can you? Like, nope. Wait, it didn't go well with COVID. Do you think aliens are going to? Yeah, go? yeah. I, th- yeah, I think exactly. my, I think I think it'd be the end of the world if the internet went down. So I don't know if like <laughs> yeah. someone just comes over in a little flying saucer whether we'd be able to cope. But I think uh, yeah, I think Neil, you swayed me there. There you go. You're welcome. Oh. So let, let, let's talk real now. Do you believe in aliens? Well, <sighs> or do you think they lie a lot? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust them aliens. I don't trust them. <laughs> Shady. Shady aliens. I, I f- honestly, I think, like, if we ever do find aliens, they're not going to be little green men. They're probably just no. going to be some amoebas that are from yeah. the space. They're like, yeah. it's, mm. it's pro- there's probably life in outer space, but it's probably not going to be the little, like, green men with blaster guns. In a way, I think it's more scary if we are the only things in existence. I, I would kind of prefer something else out there somewhere rather than us just being totally alone with the amount of idiots that we have on our planet. Oh, uh, yeah. What would that do for <laughs> humanity's ego if we were the only things around? The unbearable. Yeah. Very thoughtful. Speaking of idiots, our tiebreaker, <laughs> our tiebreaker <laughs> you, Ricardo. concept is <laughs> pretty good segue. Uh, our third topic for today, and the one that decides who wins the episode, is Oktoberfest. <laughs> yes, Oktoberfest. Uh, I'm going to flip a coin, and I'm going to see if I'm going to be defending or going against Oktoberfest. I'm flipping a coin. And it is heads. So I'm going to be defending the good Oktoberfest. All right, so Neil, I'm going to put two minutes on the clock, and you're going to start attacking Oktoberfest. Ready? Sure. And go. All right, so Oktoberfest is an annual event set in Munich uh, where people go and drink as much beer as they physically can and consume as much sausage as they physically can. Not that kind, but the, the meat. Um, it's, it's a big event, uh, draws a lot of people to Munich. However, those people are not just there to enjoy the city and, and be part of the, the history uh and enjoy the place and the architecture. No, no, they're there to consume as much alcohol as physically possible. Now, that can be fun. However, if you have tens of thousands of people just constantly consuming liters of beer, that can't be good. The amount of vomit just purely on the floor during that time must be absolutely horrendous. Imagine the person, hands, little hands, who's 18 years old it's his first job and he was quite excited that it was at Oktoberfest and he thought it was gonna be really fun but no no his his job is that he has to clean up the floor after every single day cleaning up that floor must be absolutely awful cleaning the amount of vomit the amount of who knows what else is on the floor at Oktoberfest you don't want to be anywhere near it let alone actually working there imagine how horrible the people are after they're so drunk imagine the rudeness the the sort of uh, aggression towards people and most of them are going to be tourists what a bad impression that is to the people of munich that all these tourists from different countries are coming to their city just to drink and and act like hooligans 
it's something that we need to depart from. It's something that as a, a humankind, we need to leave this sort of uh, behavior behind us and improve and become a greater people as a whole. Ricardo, over to you. All right. So, Neil, here's why you're wrong. Out of all the things that the Germans invented, Oktoberfest is the nicest one, and I'm sure you're going to agree with me on this one. <laughs> it's beer. It's basically fill your face with beer and have some nice oompa music. Like, what could be better than that? Like, you just go to a place. One mug of beer is bigger than my head, so you only need one. You don't really need to, like, order a bunch of beer because it's very tiny. Because, yeah, one is going to last you a while. Uh, and we all know you don't buy beer, you rent it. So the rental properties in Munich are sky high in that in October. You talked about Hans. Little Hans. Little kleiner Hans. <laughs> he doesn't care he has to clean vomit. It's just a month of the year. And they're making bank in euros in one of the biggest economies that, uh, in Europe. So they're fine. They love the Oktoberfest. Very much money coming in. Also, must I remind you, traditional garb is worn. So you have lots of men in lead and hosen, and all the women when they're dreidel. So, yeah, their, their boobs are pretty much out. So it's beer and boobs, please. Sean, come on. I'm offering <laughs> you beer and boobs. And Neo is offering you bloodshed. There's just no choice here. I don't uh, this time around. I mean, not yet. Uh, that was a different German thing. So, in summary, <laughs> Oktoberfest is really good. You get to drink beer. You get to look at things that are out there for you to look at. So, the very strong women that carry like 40 liters of beer in one go never make two trips. And you get to eat pretzels and sausage with your beer. That is all you need. Oktoberfest for the win. Sean. <laughs> So Neil there painted a very dark image of uh, people drinking lots of beer and <laughs> vomiting on the floor. Um, but uh, Ricardo, yeah, beer and boobs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> strong, strong arguments. I know my um, audience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe, the second you said that, I was like, oh no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I like a bit of bit of tradition. Um, Bet you do. Even even, the, even even that tradition, uh, I think it's quite quite fun. At least it's intended to be. Uh, just a bit of fun for people to have and creeps people meet up and drink beer. I, I, I think uh, Ricardo's arguments were, were the winner there. Yeah, I can I can imagine you in a, a pair of lederhosen. So we should I... all get lederhosen and do pictures for the podcast. That would be great. <laughs> do it for the gram. I mean, do it for other things as well. But yeah, for the gram. Mainly the gram. Uh, have, all right. have, have you actually been to uh, Oktoberfest? No, nope. I've been to Munich, <laughs> but not Oktoberfest. I've been no, to the, the, the beer halls. Yeah, it's, not, it's something I want to do. It, it's apparent. So apparently, from what I learned from my German friends, uh, apparently vomit is not a big thing because they can hold their alcohol. It's pee because they just like imagine again. Oh wow! Pee yeah, just everywhere. Like, yeah, yeah. Once that seal is broken, exactly. the The other thing is like honestly, I I can't drink that much beer. Like I've been to one place and like. I swear to you, the smallest like pint of beer is one liter. Yeah, like it's a lot. That's you. Like I was sitting, yeah, I was I was sitting next to this old man, and he consumed three liters of beer in the time that took me to like have like three quarters of mine. <laughs> so I felt really emasculated there. <laughs> so back well, in that's back in the times when I could actually have alcohol, I can't anymore really. But um, 
I, I used to ha- be able to have a liter of beer in nine and a half seconds. Jesus. Yeah. That's not Can't right. do that anymore. I mean, I hope not. <laughs> no. no, no. Too old. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone's young enough to have like a liter of beer in under 10 seconds. I think <laughs> shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, it shouldn't be. But, you know, that was that was, uh, that was life. I, I know a lot of people have gone and done it. Um, I had a good time, but... Uh... Yeah, I've not had the pleasure of uh, joining on Oktoberfest. It's kind of on the bucket list, but yeah, I think drinking that much beer, I mean, it just, it, I, I'm just getting kind of gassy thinking about it. <laughs> um, you drink those big, those big like uh, glasses they have, which mm. look awesome, but yeah, it's maybe a bit too much beer for me. Yeah, I mean, I can do one of those for the whole day, like pace myself, but yeah, <laughs> now like, well, what's important is I win. Well, I wouldn't call that important. I mean, very important. Much like beer and boobs, I win. Yeah, I regret bringing uh, Sean on now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, all right. That is the blind debate. However, before we leave, there is another segment, uh, and that's four or three of us, and we're going to play a little drinking game without the beer because Neo's too old. I'm too <laughs> old. Sean is lovely, but probably all too old. Yeah, so we're going to play Would You Rather. Boys, you ready? Yeah. Would you rather eat pizza for breakfast every morning or eat pancakes for dinner every night? Now, here's the question. What's <laughs> on the pizza and what's on the pancakes? Well, let me... Good question. That's a good one. Because um, if we're talking just plain cat pancakes with nothing else, but it's pizza with whatever toppings I want, or is it toppings you can just put on whatever toppings you want? I mean, that, that's a good question. Let, let's say you can put whatever toppings you want. But you can also have sides with a pancake, so like fruit and all of this stuff. Pancake then. Pancake wins for me every day. Oh, I love a pancake. Nothing nothing quite like a big fluffy pancake. Oh. Yeah, see, I don't know. I think I, I think the pizza is like more Every morning you want, you want that greasy cheese. Well, have you ever had like a sweet pizza where they do it like you Ooh, do like a Nutella yeah, chocolate? Yeah, yeah like a chocolate yeah, base. Yeah, true. Or you can have the so I reckon, I reckon you could you can pancake a fire a pizza, but can you pizza? Oh, I guess you could pizza fire oh, a could, pancake. Yeah. In in, in yeah, Holland, they do could. a lot of savoury savoury pancakes. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Che- <laughs> cheese and bacon. Getting the Dutch thing in there. A bit, a bit of uh, you know, apple, apple and bacon. Good. Oh, that sounds good. Actually. Oh, now now I'm confused. No, I, I was gonna go for pizza, but yeah, I, f- I feel if you get really creative, you could do a savoury pancake. Yeah. Uh, but still, like just texture wise, I go pizza. It, yeah, that's, 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 it's I'm, just I, as it's just as pure as melted butter and maple syrup. That's all a pancake needs. I'd I'd have that every day. It's a tough yeah. one. It's a tough one. I think I think for me it's pizza. I think pizza more more flexible. I reckon I could do a lot of things with pizza. Yeah. Pancakes, also, I like get, I get pizza, bored. you can get like cold pizza. Like I I I eat like yesterday's cold pizza for breakfast. That I love that breakfast. But uh, yeah. if you're having it every day, you could have like fresh pizza for breakfast. So I guess that would be nice. So yep, pizza for the win but yeah neil neil stick, sticks with the pancake yeah i'm sticking there like sticking maple syrup <laughs> wow yes sean sean's coming back uh, <laughs> right next topic would you rather have everyone you know be able to read your thoughts or for everyone you know to have access to your internet history uh 100 internet history you, you can have a look at all of the <laughs> weird documentaries i'm looking up at uh, but you know, no chance am I allowing anyone into my head because the amount of things I think about people, it's just judging constantly. So yeah, no, no chance. Hey Neil, how's your head? 
All right. Uh, moving swiftly on, Sean. Yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, I'd much rather have people read my internet history than ha- have an idea of what's going on in my head. 100%. I think your mind continuously, like, messes with you, isn't it? Like, we just throws up random thoughts. I think if everyone had access to each other's thoughts, I think that would be terrible. Internet history is, like, no biggie. I guess you you can control what you put on your internet history. You can't really control what you think, right? Yeah, exactly. What are they going to find? Yeah, and I'm not I'm not typing into the internet how much I hate people. Whereas in my head, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it's all the bloodshed, isn't it? That's it. That's it. It's a theme. <laughs> all those <yeah>. avocados. <laughs> oh, the horror! What'd you call me? Anyway, uh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd definitely go for read my internet history rather than my thoughts hmm. although if i think in a different language does that count can they can they understand it because then i can do that uh no i reckon it would translate if if you're able oh. to read someone's mind i'm sure you can translate it okay well if we're, if we're doing magic we're doing full magic exactly. okay go harder right. go home. exactly that's what i always do okay <laughs> so <laughs> So, the next topic is, would you rather always be 10 minutes late for something or always be 20 minutes early? 20 minutes early for me, I for me I I I can't I can't be late. I hate being late so much. It's the worst thing in the world. Oh, it's awful. It makes me feel ill thinking about it. Uh so yeah, I'd I'd love to be 20 minutes early and then just sit in the car and wait until I need to be in. Yeah, I think I'm the same. I think I'm the same. I think always being 10 minutes late could live like that. Definitely can live like that. 20 minutes, 20 minutes is actually, I'd maybe push that 30 minutes, yeah. 30, 40 minutes to be comfortable. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just uh, wind up to the day a bit. 20 minutes is... Oof, like it, it, if I'm minutes. going to the airport, I, I get there easily three hours before my flight. Oh, yeah. I imagine being one of those people that, that, that rushes to the airport because they're late. Oh, it's they're awful. Like, awful. I'm getting hives just thinking about it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's stressing me out. Yeah. There's very few things that give me anxiety as much as being late to things and even like when it's something that's not like not a flight that you're gonna miss your flight like if i leave someone waiting in a restaurant for five minutes i feel really bad even if we say like we're meeting at 10 30 and they show up at 10 20 yeah. and i'm at their 20 25 i'm still feeling bad for them so no i i i although i will say i do not love waiting for people when they're late so it, again going back to my roots which i'm not dutch i'm brazilian Olé. in brazil you you book things at like at 10 30 to start at 12 and I'm always the person who's 10 minutes early, 20 minutes early. So I wait a lot for people back home. Yeah, it's a story of my life waiting for people. It's madness. Explains why we're all friends. Exactly. We always get there first. Okay. <laughs> I have to do some innuendo, otherwise it's not the podcast. In your end, though. Yeah. Would, would you rather have a personal maid or a personal chef? That's the big question. I think 100% chef. Why is that? Well, to have all my meals cooked for me would be... I don't mind cleaning. I, I quite enjoy it. I think it's quite like therapeutic. I mean, I don't, I don't, do, I don't you, do you wear one of those well, French maid outfits when you do it? I, I do. Well, uh, he does now. Yeah, yeah. In my I mind, do. he does I will, now. I will now, if, if that will improve the cleaning. But uh, yeah. no, like the, the cooking, like, I mean, I'm a fairly good cook. I like cooking, but I... Uh, if you had like a personal chef, like a proper trained person, like... Yeah, I'd be down for that. Uh, the maid, personal maid, feels like, I don't know, it's something that you can do yourself quite easily. Uh, 
always feels a bit weird. I mean, cooking is you can do yourself, but like to a to a certain level, it has to be. If it was like a professional maid to a, like a professional chef, I'd, I'd take the. Oh, that sounds bad, doesn't it? I'll take the professional <laughs> chef. <laughs> no, just say like you know something. Like, oh, okay, that's. I'll take the chef. Yeah, I think the same because you you can clean yourself. You can get a Hoover out and you know walk around with a Hoover and dust and whatever. But cooking, I enjoy cooking, but at the same time. I'd rather someone else professional who knows exactly what they're doing cooking to the same standard every single meal. That'd be good. I think I'm going to go the other way because um, if I'm rich enough to have a live-in maid, I can go to a restaurant whenever I want. So I can still, like, I prefer to just cook and get the maid to clean because I, I don't mind the cooking. What sometimes stops me from cooking is the cleaning afterwards. Yeah. Well, well, you don't have a dishwasher anymore, do you? I do not, no. Yeah, because uh, so without a dishwasher, that that sucks. It, Would you have a, like a personal chef that like that the rule was that you had to clean up after? It? I think if that, then I'd definitely take the maid. <laughs> <They'd> <laughs> <'Cause it's> like, <laughs> if it meant if it meant all my meals were cooked for me, but I had to clean it up, then no, no, no. Especially yeah, with a professional, I feel like they'd use so many knives. Oh and my so god, many oh, so, so many knives, all of the pans. Yeah, that, that, that's actually how I like to cook. I kind of like to cook like, as if I was, I was in a cooking Ooh, show. I do the same thing. I do this. I, I, I put it in. I put it in little bowls exactly, exactly. and divide it up. Sure, them. I divide them up. Put them on so show. Much mess. That's called mise en place. <laughs> it so is mise en mess. place. Yeah, but like I don't know why I do it. I just like like I like to pretend I'm on a cooking show. Like oh, now we add the butter and just put it from like a blank thing, not to show the brand to my viewers. That don't yeah, exist. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the cooking show in your head, yeah. Wow, I'm yeah. gonna start calling yeah. you both chef from now on. Exactly, you should. <laughs> and yeah, I so I, I definitely think a maid like, not that I'm a very clean person. Like I honestly, I can live with the dirt and like I'll, you, I'll cook for tell. myself. But I, I, you can't, sure can't. Uh, but I feel like <laughs> it would be a much better life for me if I had someone cleaning up after me, and then I could figure out my meals or order in make a mess yeah. have them clean it yeah you might have me there i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i'm yeah. going with you as well <laughs> yes. I, them. I love it yeah imagine how much more time for activities you have if you don't have to clean after that's yourself absolutely. yeah that's true yeah that's, that's true. true that's true yeah so the last topic for would you rather is would you rather find true love today or win the lottery next year lottery and neo i know you're married so you found your true love lottery. allegedly so <laughs> 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 so that yeah it's it's funny we we like with my wife we we talk about um the lottery like every week whenever whenever it's like a proper number on the euro millions we're like right to the penny how do you spend that <laughs> i can see you doing it as a pastime yes oh it's good it's good I, I normally go straight with like a, oh, I'll go straight to the Lamborghini dealership. Uh, I will dress like a hobo and then I will buy a car in cash. Oh, you'd be a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> with the stick as well. And with a grill. Yeah. I get a diamond grill. Why not? I think lottery, hands down. Finding true love today or lottery in a, in a year. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't I think yeah, they say money doesn't buy you happiness, and I also think you don't. Well, money can buy you a jet ski, which is basically happiness. Yeah, I also don't think you 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 should you should uh, necessarily find happiness in in others, right? Like you should. So I don't really believe that money doesn't buy you happiness because I'm like, it definitely would. <laughs> it definitely would buy me happiness. 
Um, or at least something that I, you know, I don't don't have. So a quad yeah, bike. Like quad bikes, yeah. My philosophy is money doesn't buy you happiness, but it takes you away to suffer in the Maldives. <laughs> so you it, see, yeah, yeah, that resonates with me. Yeah, it's I, I'm definitely going for a lottery because I don't believe in love. I'm a bitter old man. I I I, I go for the money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I could buy share or whatever is left over yeah, by the yeah, time I get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't yeah. think a lottery win is share money. Well, I think that's <laughs> mostly silicon now, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think that's share money. Oh gosh, I hope Cher doesn't listen to our podcast. No, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she doesn't. What would her cameo price be? Like on cameo, what would her price be? Be beyond the lottery win. Sean. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Definitely. So I think, although I, I mean, I like to say that, but I'm sure if you gave me lottery money, I would probably be pimping. But I think I would try to invest my lottery money so I don't have to work anymore. So I wouldn't oh, really change sure. my yeah, lifestyle yeah, yeah. that much. Like I wouldn't go out and buy like th- three cars and a and a mansion, whatever. I just mm. like I, I get a house. I get a nice house that I don't have to pay for anymore. And I put most of the money to just give me earnings every month. So I don't yeah. have to work. So I could work just for fun, doing whatever I wanted, but like my I don't have to worry about money. That that would be my my thing to do with lottery winnings. Yeah, work smart, not hard. Exactly. Make your money work for you. It's quite a lot of lottery winners who end up spending it all, don't they? They end up like they do, yeah, blowing like, through it. I think it was something astounding last year. I think it was something like sixty percent of lottery winners lose all of their money within the first year. That's, that's crazy. crazy to me. Yeah, that's crazy. To me. I, well, I think the biggest thing about it would be like you don't, you don't have to worry about money, and I think that's probably the most valuable thing. Like, yeah, you takes a lot go of and stress. do all these things, but like. Just imagine a life where you didn't have to wake up and be like, right, I've got to do something to earn money so that I can eat. Um, yep. Never have to worry about that again. So and that, you could have your personal you up, you and made. Exactly. exactly. You could have both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, then our arguments all... And smooth. you could have pizza and pancake for breakfast and dinner every day, whatever you want. Made by your personal chef and someone else will clean it up after you. You can buy your own plane so you don't have to fly with babies. That's it. Private planes with no babies. Exactly. Yeah. You can buy your own can, aliens. And you can just carry all the avocados you want on your private plane. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. What have we learned, kids? Need a shelf putting up? Call Sean. Need to be picked up at the airport? Call Sean. Oh, wait. <laughs> What's that that you're looking from your airplane window? <gasps> the aliens are coming to prob you right up the guacamole. <laughs> but it will all end in bloodshed. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing we learned is Sean's wardrobe includes lederhosen and a French maid outfit. Neil's only has a pimp outfit. And I have an avocado outfit. My belly is the pip. <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming, Sean. It was a yeah, lovely, thank you lovely so much time. for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yes, for all of you out there, the truth is out there. But also our Instagram at Blind the Bay Podcast. Just follow us on Instagram. And we are tied again, so keep listening to the rest of the season and see when I win the Blind Debate Cup. Absolutely. So that's been all from us this week. Thank you for listening. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening to Blind Debate. I've been Neil. I've been Ricardo. And I've been me. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to get in on it. All right. Bye-bye. We'll see you next time.